Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, March 5th virtual show. Because of COVID, we're still temporarily uh, having our show virtual. You can also listen to us on podcast or catch us on air on 1150 AM KKNW, Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it can affect your money. If you are hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyara.com. And our lineup for today's show, we have Ariel Hubbard, Hubbard Health Solutions, safe self-care during COVID. We also have Tavi Duwong Apaivong of Sinorama. If you could change just one thing about your brand, what would that be? We also have Dr. Sierra Storm of Rise Regenerative Medicine. Are your scars preventing you from healing? Great information and great guest on the show as we do each week. Please, for more information, call 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And Keelan, what do you think? Start out the show with a little bit of money chat. Sounds good. Money. Money. Looks like it's you, Keelan. What do you got today? Well, as you know, it's the market's a little tough out there. And so I have some borrowers that have been in the market for quite some time. And uh, as we, if you've been keeping up with rates, you'll know that rates have actually gone up lately. And it kind of got this little doom and gloom feel over it. So I wanted to kind of address historic rates. So um, rates have been moving higher lately. And it's really because of the massive stimulus plans, which are causing fears of inflation. And as we know, uh, inflation is the arch enemy of interest rates. Uh, and this is because it erodes the buying power of fixed rate returns that mortgage holders receive. While the Fed has said that they're going to keep rates at zero, and we've talked about this before, um, you know, that has nothing to do with interest rates themselves. They're very different things. So um, now, now, with that being said, rates have officially technically climbed above this three or could say around the 3% mark. So now we got that out of the way. Let's talk about the good news here. And I want to just change gears on this whole thing because it's, I mean, when you look at history, it's kind of crazy when you look at it. So rates are still everybody near historic low home price and home prices are appreciation nationwide. So the value of homes are going up and interest rates are still really historically low. So you still have an opportunity to take advantage of it while we still have uh, these low rates. And we may never see this situation even right now, currently in our lifetimes again. So, and, and technically when you look at history and you know we have all this little micro bubble, but when you look at history, it tends to put things in perspective for you. So I wanted to kind of walk through some 
some of the history of interest rates, just so it does kind of put us in our place uh, historically. So I'm not going to quote rates specifically because this data is from Freddie Mac, but in 1971, rates were in the mid 7% range and, ro and rose all the way up to 11.20% in 1979, which is crazy to think about. Um, but it gets worse. In the 80s, we saw hyperinflation. Remember how I said it, uh, um, Inflation is the arch enemy of interest rates. So the Fed combated hyperinflation by increasing the Fed's fund rate. And eventually interest rates reached the highest point in modern history in 1981 at 16.63%, according to Freddie Mac. I've heard about this for some of my clients too. I was born in the 80s, so I'm not going to say I was buying a house then. So young, Keelan, did you have to shout that out? I, yeah, I'll just shout, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh man, probably probably shouldn't have said that. Tina's going to give me some, some grief. But anyways, the 90s came around where the average mortgage rates continued to fall and they continued to fall from then on out. So it dipped below 7% at 6.94% in 98. And then the fell continued 2000. By 2003, they were in the high 5% range. However, in 2000s was not all peaches and cream because we all know that that was the 2008 mortgage meltdown. And um, and uh, also the housing prices uh, fell dramatically. And so people are actually owing more on their home. So in uh, 2010, rates entered a new decade around 4.7%. And then they, they continue to fall into the mid 3% by 2012. In 2012, rates were the lowest in history at that point at 3.31%. So this is where we bumped into those rates. And in 2013, they came back up to around 4%. And so by the end of 2014, a little over 4%, we had some global turmoil that um, and investors flocked to safety the US bond markets, which made rates fall again closer to the mid threes. So we're bumbling around these threes. And then there's a president election in 2016, they reached the peak of 2000, over 5%. I remember those times, because it seemed like it was just yesterday that we were knocking on the door of high I mean, 5% interest rates, right? So they declined through 2019 and then 2020 happened. And of course, that's when COVID hit and the Fed dropped short-term rates again and they tanked to all-time historic lows. And in November of 2020, rates dropped below 3% for the first time in history. So now here we are and rates have creeped up a little bit. And But if we put things in perspective and we think about the 1981 at 16.83% or just a couple of years, we'd be talking about you buying a home at 5%. This is insanity at the buying power that you have. And it's the opposite problem that they had before in the, the mortgage meltdown where there was too much inventory. We don't have enough inventory. So appreciation is still happening and there's plenty of opportunity. If I would have told you that rates were just a couple of years ago, where they are right now, where this doom and gloom, they've creeped up a little bit, you would tell me I'm crazy. So uh, word of advice to everybody, please go out there. And uh, if you can get yourself into a home, do so. And so uh, because reality is lowest rates, appreciation, it's a recipe for you to grow some wealth. Great money chat, Keelan. Yeah, the bond market, again, just as Keelan said, with inflation, it is horrible for the bond market. However, on real estate, if you state, if you look at inflation outside to take out the financial meltdown, real estate favors well with inflation because it's the only thing that you have to hedge. I mean, you have gold and you can say you have crypto to hedge against inflation. Other than that, you don't. So real estate's a really good thing. And Keelan talked about the inventory, lack of inventory. Uh, if interest rates continue to go up, which inflation, they will, people are not going to be wanting 
wanting to sell their home because everybody's refinanced at these two and a half or whatever interest rate that they have. And those may be rates that we never see again because we've never seen them before. So uh, great money, Chad. And again, it's all perception. Uh, if it makes sense for you, uh, get in and take advantage of these low interest rates. Now, Chairman Jerome Paul delivered his remarks on the U.S. economy at the Wall Street Jobs Stream, a live stream today. Calm before the storms. Market found some solace, but in the hinges of the new soothing words from the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, while the world's most powerful was testifying before Congress, stocks held up. However, today, after his testimony, all heck broke loose with bonds and stocks sinking in tandem, tandem, placing the dollar back on its throne. Now, here are some key comments and takeaways uh, from this morning. We won't raise interest rates to cool the economy just because the employment gets high. Powell said, talking about the Fed's fund rate, which again, Keelan talked about this, the Fed fund rate is the cost for banks to borrow against each other. It's directly tied to short-term loans, not mortgage loans. Mortgage interest rates are tied to the have a Fannie Mae 30-year bond is trading. Again, with inflation, bonds are going to drop in trading price and mortgage rates are going to go up. What affects the Fed's fund rate then directly affects prime on short-term loan is going to be your home equity line of credits, car loans, and credit cards. So, you know, again, nothing to do with what mortgage interest rates. And a lot of times you'll see the bond market not favor well when the Fed is uh, lowering the Fed's fund rate, which again is the cost for banks to borrow against each other. Powell also said that the Fed is committed to getting back to the strong labor market. High inflation is very bad for the state of affairs. The Fed will not allow it to happen again. In the next year or so, more likely prices will move up, but not stay up and certainly not enough to move the inflation expectations above 2%. Now we are committed to staying on the playing field with our tools until the jobs are really done, until they get their job completed. So it's good to be where we are relatively to relatively where we're being expected a year ago right now. And if we can end the pandemic and get back into normal to avoid the long-term damage, that would be a good thing. Next couple of months will be very important on the pandemic. So said by uh, Fed Jerome Prowl. He has been on the chairman of the board governors of Federal Reserve System on February 5th of 2018. Also on for February of 2018, he had his four-year four-year term. Powell also serves as chairman of the Federal Open Market Committee and the system's principal monetary policy policy making. Um, uh, policymaking. Paul has served as member of the Board of Governors since taking office on May 25th of 2012 to fill in an unexpired term. He was reappointed to the board and sworn in on June 16, 2014 for a term ending on January 31st, 2028. Now the Fed is scheduled to buy $13.6 billion in mortgage-backed securities this week, of which they would be buying mostly the 2% coupon, but also the 1.5% and the 2.5%. It's amazing how they still are saying that they're buying $40 billion per month, which is clearly 
not the case when they have actually been buying almost that in just a week period of time. Initial job claims, which measures individual filing for unemployment benefits for the first time, was pretty flat at 745,000. Continuing claims for those that continue to receive benefits decreased by 124,000 to 1.4.3 million. The pandemic unemployment assistance claims, which gives individual benefits who would not usually qualify, decreased by 191,000, while the pandemic emergency claims, which extends claims by 13 weeks after regular benefits expire, decreased by 600,000. And that is your money chat for today. Coming up next in the Money Hour, safe self-care during COVID. We have Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions right here on 1150 AM KKNW. The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, every Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m. right here on KKNW AM 1150. Join the show to experience expert advice and knowledge on today's events in our local economy that can affect your money. That's every Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m. with a repeat show on Sundays at 8 a.m. For more information about The Money Hour radio show and their guests, visit themoneyhour.com. That's themoneyhour.com. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday 5th virtual show, still running our show virtually. You can also listen to us on podcast, catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a broadcast on sun- rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It is a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on our show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now back in studio, we have Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions safe self-care during COVID right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Ariel, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Tina and Keelan. Absolutely. And a little bit about Ariel. Uh, She has worked as a practitioner in holistic health fields since 1988 and now teaches in-person and online continued education as well as providing an in-person and long-distance treatments in massage, energy work, and clinical hypotherapy. As an author, she has written over 85 courses, two books and articles on Massage Magazine and Massage Today. She has facilitated healing work with clients, students and medical professionals in clinical, academic, and corporate settings. Ariel has mentored massage therapists, healers, and health practitioners since 1995, guiding them along their path of personal development and empowerment. She is a licensed massage therapist, registered clinical hypotherapist, and Reiki master teacher. 
Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. I uh, wanted to share some information and ideas for all the people out there about how to take care of themselves during COVID because it's, it's a huge issue. Um, everybody has to make their choices about whether they're going to stay inside, not go out and be safe, or if they're going to go out. So I wanted to give some ideas about how can people address being safe during this time. And the self-care shows up on physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels. So we have different things that we can do to take care of those things. And Tina, did you want me to give you some ideas about what? Yeah, you I think Keelan's going to ask you the first question here. Great. So, um, and I can imagine your work is so important right now, considering this COVID thing's stressful. And when stress happens, people react to that in different ways. So tell us, Ariel, how do people practice safe self-care uh, right now during this COVID pandemic? Well, there are a couple of things they can do. Like in terms of taking care of themselves emotionally, physically on those different levels, they could go get a massage from somebody who practices proper infection control, or they could get a, a they could do online care with um, a psychotherapist. They could get some proper exercise. In terms of how I help people, I help them. Um, a lot of people are not getting enough touch right now because nobody's hugging. Um, touch is an actual need that people have. Um, it is, it's a, it's a thing that is real and, uh, therapeutic massage provides safe self-touch and, and healing for people. You can also massage yourself too. So there's massage you can do, um, where you take care of yourself. If you don't feel like you want to go and work with somebody, you can do that also. Yeah. So Ariel, let's talk about, um, why self-care is so important, especially, right now? Because people are not getting their needs met, right? So people need um, human interaction. They need to feel like they can win. They need to feel like they can um, go express themselves or interact or do business or make money. You know, all these psychological needs that people have. And people are experiencing huge amount of loss right now. A lot of loss, loss of their freedom. They may have lost someone, um, you know, people may have passed on in their families. Um, they may have lost income. They may have lost opportunities and the ability just to get out of your house and go do stuff. And we all know all the parents out there homeschooling like me, we all know that you've lost a lot <laughs> because your child's not in school. And so people need something to balance that out with all that loss and difficulty and sadness and doom scrolling. We need something that gives us a win, something, something that uplifts us, something that, you know, helps us experience something positive in our life. It's a way to balance out. I feel really lucky. London has been in daycare. She's in a small little daycare. There's only like six kids there. And so she's been there. And so I have my space at home, but she's worked at home with me a couple of days. And there was a stint when it first happened that can create a lot of stress for people. I mean, you're trying to do something and then you're also trying to appease your child and imagine having a couple and I have friends with kids. It's really tough right now for them. So I think one of the, the concerns for people might be um, about making sure that they're safe. So tell us a little little bit about how you make how you make sure that your clients are safe so you what you just expressed like all that stress goes right in your neck and shoulders right Kellen? and so what i do is number one i've been vaccinated i also empowered a lot of my colleagues to get vaccinated number two i practice prop, proper infection control that means fever checks that means using um, hospital grade disinfection in my treatment space it's also i'm using a uvc light 
to disinfect, actually to sterilize my treatment room in between treatments. And I also do that for, for all the spaces where people come and go. So a lot of disinfection going on, uh, very stringent processes for safety, um, screening, just to make sure that people who come to see me don't have symptoms, don't have a fever, haven't been places where they, you know, aren't, aren't helpful for anyone. And then making sure that everybody is um, aligned up with those processes. So, and it's pretty standard. If you go to a dental office, you go to a doctor's office, you go to the hospital, they're doing the same things that I'm doing. I carefully researched all the questions before I implemented them in my practice. So Ariel, what kind of results do people have when working with you? Can you share a little bit about that? That's a great question. So I ask people, what's your stress level coming in? What's your pain level coming in? And I usually get somewhere between a 50 to 90% change. People feel a lot better after they get treated. It's They say, I feel human again. The weight's been lifted off my shoulders. I can walk now. I mean, these are different things people say because they're storing all that pain, anxiety, stress from COVID in their body. And then basically help them get all that stuff out. And they just feel so much better. I, I think people don't need to forget about themselves and treat themselves and their bodies and their health. I've actually recently, especially spent some time on eating a little bit better. Cause I fell into that trap, the default, like COVID 20, where you just eat what you want, do what you want and woe is me. And like, I found now that I've actually kind of treated myself and I would be certain that massage would fall right in there. I just feel it's a lot better, quite frankly, you know, that's just a downward spiral of not helping yourself to feel better. So I can imagine that's really important for people. You know, it's really interesting. You mentioned that, um, you know, if you don't take care of yourself and all of a sudden you start taking care of yourself, you really feel different. All the sitting that people are doing and all the zoom meetings people are doing, they're literally getting stress in their, their spines, their, their lower back, like all different parts of their body um, that normally wouldn't have issues because they're just sitting around. They're not getting blood flow. They're not getting lymphatic circulation. They're not getting movement in their body. And that right there, that, that depresses mood. So anything you can do, improve diet, getting a massage, uh, taking a walk, having a nice conversation, you know, talking to other great people, like on today's show, learning new stuff about money. Like you guys had some great information. It's all, those are all great ways. You got to stimulate your mind. You got to stimulate your heart. You know, you need to stimulate your spirit. If that's taking a moment to be calm. The other thing that massage helps people do is reduce anxiety and it helps them calm down. I also balance, help people balance and clear their energy. So that also helps them be calm. And then they feel so much better. Yeah, so true. I mean, just think back the last time you've had a massage and there's nothing better when you literally just feel so calm and so much has been released that uh, you literally can just fall asleep right there. Yeah, I always tell people it's important to have the, you know, those refreshes just to take a few seconds and do nothing throughout the day so that you can create that space and massage is just taking it to another level. So uh, Ariel, your credentials speak for themselves. I mean, all the courses, 80 plus, plus courses, you uh, teach other experts in your in your space how to level up what they're doing, and you wrote books. But how long have you been in uh, your industry? How long have you had your practice for? So I've been practicing massage for 26 years, yeah. and I feel good about it. Hey, and I'm it, 26 years mortgage. Look at that! Oh my gosh, we started the same time. We started the same time, 1995. Yeah, and and um, I've been doing energy work for 32 years. 
And I've talked about 6,000 people in the field, lay people and professionals. I love what I do. It never gets old. Hearing somebody go, oh, that feels so great. It feels so much better. There's nothing like it. I love sharing love and um, making people feel better and then helping them have the lives that they want to live and just feel you know, like they can concentrate, they can be efficient. I mean, I love helping the CPA so he can go back and do all the tax returns he needs to do or helping the athlete recover from an injury so they feel better or just the mom who's losing her mind, you know, from homeschooling or the dad and then just helping them like feel like they can they can get their moment and then start over again and just deal with their lives and feel better. It's a great feeling, love it. Ariel, you'd be very proud of me. I have uh, crystals all over my house. Angela yeah. got into it. And yeah, I mean, they're everywhere, all over my house, next to my bed, my front door, my fireplace, you know, energy. Yes, to clear your energy, positive energy, absorb other people's energy. Uh, yeah, well, so awesome. It's Professional. Awesome. Look at that. So uh, I'm curious. I'm sure a lot of other people are too. Unfortunately, we're down to one minute, but uh, do you take insurance? And uh, how do people reach you? That's a great question. So they can go to arielhubbard.com. That's Ariel like the Little Mermaid and Hubbard like Hubbard Media, <laughs> hubbardbroadcasting.com. Um, I'm not related though. Oh, well. But um, so they can, I take HSA and FSA cards. Those are the cards that a lot of people have through their insurance companies. And I also do um, super billing. So they can, some, some people's insurance, I can super bill so they can get reimbursed for the services. So that's a way that they can connect with me. And yeah, um, if they go to arielhubber.com, they'll find a way so that they can text or email me if they want an appointment and they can check out what I do. Wonderful. Ariel, thank you so much for uh, coming into our virtual studio. Always a pleasure to interview you. Thanks for having me. Coming up next on the Money Hour, if you could change one thing about your brand, what would that be? We have Tavi Duwong, a Paivong of Sinorama, right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? We'll contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150 KKNW. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, March 5th virtual show. You can also catch us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint. One week and one show at a time. If you are listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on our show today. Please call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyr.com. And in studio right now, we have Tavi Duwong Apaivong of 
Sinorama. And if you could change just one thing about your brand, what would that be right here on 1150 AM KKNW? Uh, Tavi, welcome to the show. I hope I did okay. I know it was probably just okay with pronouncing your last name. Hey, thanks, Tina and Keelan. Thanks so much for having me here today. You did magnificent. Oh, phew. All right. A little bit more about uh, Tavi. He recently started the business in February of 2020 and just completed his first year of business. Congratulations. Uh, Tavi is a 24-year vet of the United States Navy, and he now calls Washington State his home. He is married to Deborah Weller, and they have four kids, ages 19, 16, 13, and 10 years old. He is the vice president of Jackson High School Football Booster and enjoys the waters of Puget Sound and the mountains of Cascade Cascade Range. Tavi, first of all, very important to say thank you very much for your service. Yes. Uh, You know, we really, everybody really appreciates that. Um, Which leads me in right into my first question, and that is, what inspired you to start your business? Where did this all come from? Well, Keelan, hey, thanks again, and I appreciate your support. And uh, you know, really glad to hear the men and women of our Navy and Armed Forces are out there doing the great work that they've been doing. I can attest to you that they are working hard out there. So what inspired the business journey? I'll tell you, when I was out there operating at sea and, and away from home, I figured, how did, how did all this become possible? It was because of all the great taxpayers that, you know, that are out there. And who are the biggest taxpayers right now? The small business. And I really did appreciate that. And so I have a tremendous respect and appreciation for our sm- uh, small business community. The hardworking business owners and employees are fighting every day to generate that revenue and to grow. So when I retired from the service, I wanted to be on the front line of our economy and then also uh, you know, create a job or two. It's not much, but it adds up. I love that on the front line of our economy. That is great. So we just have to talk about, you know, your first year in business, opening a business uh, in, you know, COVID. Uh, how, how did that go for your first year? You know, I'd, I'd like to say, like many, it was a real struggle. So my team and I started our operations as COVID was causing literally a closure of the entire marketplace, and, you know, with a few exceptions of the essential businesses. So we realized that our struggle to generate the revenue is going to be a bigger challenge than what we had anticipated. So the good news, though, is that we didn't have anything else to benchmark ourselves against. So we didn't have any prior years or anything else. So we figured we're just going to start pivoting and start doing things, you know, a little bit differently and generate business, you know, online and going on the phone and wherever we can go. So we figured in the end, if we can survive the pandemic, we can survive most anything along our journey forward. I love that you're going to be saying that on many years forward. If we survive the pandemic, we can survive anything. That's right. So I was inspired by those businesses that started during the Great Depression and said, you know what? We're still here. That's awesome. You can, I mean, t- to get it started in these times, it's only going to go up from here, Tavi, right? There's only one direction with the, with the small businesses. I don't, well, knock on wood, I don't think we can have more than one pandemic, hopefully, or something crazy coming around the corner. I think we've had enough. Um, but I'd love to hear what is your your biggest highlight you I would that you would say about your first year of business? Oh my gosh, Keelan. So we have so many, but I'll just keep limited to three. So one of the things that really challenged us was our uh, 
innovative ways to reach our clients. So with the you know, COVID precautions and everything causing doors to be closed and social distancing, really they're in the initial phase of the pandemic, we really didn't have anything to work with. So we had to generate revenue and to grow. And so we had to really step away from the traditional business of knocking on doors, shaking hands and everything like that and going online, schedule Zoom meetings and really just talking to clients about not just signs, but really anything that could help their business survive the initial phase of the pandemic and also to get the safety and precaution, you know, stickers and, you know, messages and sneeze guards up. And so that was really good for us to learn. And then training the team to work safely and taking the precautions to prevent the spread of the virus amongst ourselves, you know, in, in the shop, we're, we're, we were an essential business. So learning how to work together with the precautions was a real challenge, but it was exciting. So really learn how to grow a business not in the tra traditional sense. And, and, you know, you look at the positive side of that and just what you said, I mean, you're looking how to do business, not in the traditional sense, which is going to serve all of us well, uh, because it's new skills and new things that we've been able to bring into our, our companies because of the pandemic. So let's talk about uh, your forecast as you're in your second year. What is that? What is that looking like in comparison to your first year? Oh my gosh. If I had a January to compare against, I would say this January just blew it out of the water. February was the next step up. And so up and up we go. So it's really just exciting to watch the team come together, work together and generate that activity and that enthusiasm that's infectious. And when our customers come into the shop, they see it and they, they know that the team really enjoys what they do. And so they really want to deliver on the team's, you know, um, ability to produce the products, install the signs and deliver what they're expecting and give them that true five-star experience at a faster pace, at a more, you know, a, um, a completed job. So it's just really nice to see the team stepping forward. And then year two, based on those type of positive developments, it's just going to be really exciting and just fun to watch them just grow. That's exciting, Tavi. Congratulations on your success and springing off of 2020 right into 2021 on the upside. Um, but I'm sure you've learned a lot along the way. Uh, could you give us some lessons or advice that you might give to other people that are hoping to open their, uh, their business? Sure. So when you're starting a business, you're always wondering if I'm going to make it right. That doubt is natural. That doubt is real. You're not going to be able to shake it. But the thing you can do is stay true to your dreams, to your business plan. So business plans are made to be flexible. So once you fight, face a challenge, make sure you write that playbook and get that business plan to where you need it to be and to the products and services that you want to offer to your clients. So that is not an easy thing to say and do. I, I, trust me, I've had sleepless nights where I wake up and go, how am I going to make it today? But you know what? It is natural and it will come and just stay true to your business practices and why you started the business in the first place. And also just the last thing is be ready, you know, have the working capital that you need to operate and have that, you know, couple months of emergencies ready in case you do find yourself in a hard tight spot. Yeah, well, well said, uh, keeping that vision in mind, your why behind the reason you open the company, follow the plan, be willing to adjust the plan as you're seeing things happening in action, uh, because there's always adjustments. Uh, great advice. So what about the importance of a mentor when starting uh, your business? Did you have somebody that mentored you? Well, Tina, I'll, I'll tell you what, 24 years in the Navy, 
jumping into the sign business, would you be worried if I was making your sign? Absolutely. But who is the one that helped me make sure that your sign got <laughs> produced the right way and is not going to be something that you, you know, question? It's the mentor. My mentors have been just super invaluable and there's not one or two, but just, you know, just half a dozen or, or more just really strong mentors, both in the sign business and in the business, in this uh, small business uh, world as well, through the score program and those type of things. It's just been a fantastic moment of learning the business and learning about what we can do to impact the local economy and having these mentors share their experiences, share their recommendations and resources was just super invaluable. So I highly recommend not starting a business on your own, but make sure you have a mentor to help you lead the way. Absolutely. And make sure that mentor is, is, you know, the best of the best, get advice and uh, solution based from people that are killing it in the market. You know, I always say no one comes up with their own brilliant idea. They're motivated and inspired by others. The brilliance is then implementing and making it your own. So that's great. I love that mentors are success, success leaves clues, right? So uh, go find who's already done it and do the same thing. Uh, Tina's one of my mentors, actually. And look at me, I'm on the radio now and uh, my business, business is going crazy. So uh, love you, Tina. Thank you for everything. Thanks um, for that shout out, Keelan. Love you too. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about signage. Why is signage important for you, Tavi? That's one of the first things that really intrigued me about this industry and why I started a sign business. But Small businesses need to be seen and they need to have that foot traffic to generate the revenue. So today it's an online traffic presence compared to the foot traffic of old. But I'll tell you, the statistics are, are really interesting that you know nearly two thirds of all the consumers out there find a business because of a sign. And they keep coming back because of the experience. So once they see your sign and they get started with you, it's now a perpetuating relationship that you offer your clients and customers. So it's just really important to know that. And in simple things like A-frames and window graphics, that can really help generate revenue. Who knew? I didn't. So what a wonderful thing to incorporate into a marketing plan to help businesses start and grow. So it's really important. So that's why signs are important and also relevant and current signs are important because you don't want to seem outdated or just, you know, old fashioned. You want to be current and you want to be impactful. So what about uh, businesses that are coming to you and asking, uh, what do they do to grow and to keep growing? So that's a great question, Tina. So one of the things I really advise businesses that are coming to us and going, you know, my goal is just to simply grow. How do I do that? First thing we take, you know, take a survey of is just how are things going for the business in terms of visibility, in terms of foot traffic? What is generating that flow of clients and you know, customers to their particular location? And what is it that they want to achieve? And then we present the products to help them with that desired uh, marketing uh, impact. So we help them create that plan and then we produce the products that will help them get there. So it's always the plan first, the vision, and then the products. And just you know, keep your advertising active and your marketing current. I realized I was talking about Tina, my mentor, and I pointed to her up because she's above me in my Zoom screen on Facebook, everybody. So the, that's what that finger was about. Well, and you're like, you're like this. <laughs> yeah, <team>. or that <laughs> way or that way. Who knows what it's going to be on Facebook, but that's why I did that. Um, anyway, so what can, uh, tell us about how you intend to grow your business, Tavi. What's your goal and plan on growing your business specifically? 
So like so many in, in, in the trenches at the front line of our economy, right? So we are all trying to do that growing um, uh, you know, phase. So what I intend to do is continue to give that five-star performance, five-star customer service to every client that comes in through our door. It really takes a lot. And customer service, the things we do to make sure our clients' expectations are not only met, but exceeded, it's something that I really strive to impart on my team and to train them up to make sure that they can you know, give and live up to what we promise. So that's one of the things we're doing internally is to making sure that everything we do is geared towards that five-star experience. And so for us, visibility comes naturally, but how do we make sure that visibility and experience is lasting? And so that's the five-star experience for us. That is great. Javi, thank you so much for coming in. Congratulations on opening a, a new business in the middle of probably the worst time uh, to do it. And congratulations in your second year and having so much uh, success moving forward. And you can tell that you are definitely uh, an inspiration to your team. And that's why you're going to uh, thrive in, in your new business. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Keelan. Coming up next to the money hour, are your scars preventing you from healing? We have Dr. Sierra Storm of Rise Regenerative Medicine right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Is your business struggling to be seen and get noticed? Do you want to increase customer traffic to your location? Do you want to generate more revenue? We'll let Tavi Duwanga Paibong of Sinorama help you. This is Tavi Duwanga Paibong from Sinorama and Everett. Come and consult with us today and see how we can help you design, build, and install the sign that will elevate and help you grow your business. We now offer graduation yard signs and banners to celebrate your special graduate or those advancing to the next grade level. These banners and yard signs start at $15. That's right, just $15. Call us today at 425-512-0114. Again, that's 425-512-0114. Mention you heard this ad on 1150 AM KKNW and receive 10% off your first signed project, up to $200 off. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, March 5th virtual show. Because of COVID, we are still running virtually. You can listen to us on podcast. You can also catch us on air at 1150 AM KKNW, Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 p.m. AM. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. We're here to help you in today's economy. And now in studio, we have Dr. Sierra Storm of Rise Regenerative Medicine. Are your scars preventing you from healing right here on 1150 AM KKNW? Sierra, welcome to the show. Very excited to have a conversation with you. So lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. A little bit about uh, Dr. Sierra Storm. Her life work is to help you age in reverse 
and live, breathe, and move in body that is pain-free. After a biking, energy, energy, a biking injury left her arm useless, she set out to find safe, natural, and effective non-surgical solutions for complete recovery. This search led her to discover regenerative interjection therapies. Within eight weeks of treatment, she was out of the sling on the beaches of Southern France, able to carry her own luggage. She knew she needed to bring these therapies to her patients. Using these safe and non-evasive tools, she helped hundreds of patients prevent and recover completely from surgery. Even if PT, chiropractic, acupuncture, massage, or previous surgeries have provided minimal relief. I feel like I should call you doctor. Should you, Sierra is okay? Dr. Sierra? Dr. Sierra, Dr. Storm, Sierra, all good. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, how did you get into your line of work? Tell us about it. Well, it kind of covered it a little bit in my bio. I had just graduated from naturopathic medical school and I got into a crazy mountain biking accident in Colorado. And my partner at the time was about to deploy to Afghanistan. And I just did not have the support that I needed to go through a surgery and a post-surgical recovery. So I did a ton of research into natural therapies to help my arm heal. And I found what we call regenerative injection therapies. I went to see a doctor in Bellevue and within eight weeks, my arm was back to good. I was out of my sling and I was carrying my luggage through the South of France, which is an incredible trip. Um, so I have been doing this for eight years and three years ago, I opened an integrative wellness clinic called the rise collective, where we help people heal from the inside out and live a life that feels really limitless. And that's so beautiful. I just uh, love it. Um, interviewing so many people here and on our show that the best of the best, there's always a big why and how that's attached to what you do and your story that got you into your line of work. So what a beautiful story uh, that is for sure. So let's talk about what kind of people or conditions that you're treating. So I say that I help people prevent and recover from surgery. So if you've had a sports injury or you have arthritis and they're telling you, you are headed for surgery, you're going to need Keelan. to repair that rotator cuff, Keelan, let's talk. Um, or you have an ACL injury to your knee and they're telling you, you need surgery. We can actually heal that joint from the inside out using these injection therapies without having you have go through that procedure. But also what I do is I help people heal from the scar tissue that's created by a surgery if they've already had one, or if it's a last resort type of emergency surgery. So that is joint replacement surgery, C-section, hernia scars, appendectomies, they all really impact our body. And I can help people get all the way improved and healed from that point forward. Well, Keelan, it's just, we should have had her in the show uh, to last year. When was your surgery? It's been a year and a half now. I was going to say two years, but that seemed too long. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Long time, but still suffering. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I hear that a lot in practice. Truly. It That's okay. I'm going to PT and the, I don't know if we just like attract this to the show, but the, my PT guy was talking about getting some, I don't know what kind of injection into my knee and I leaned into naturopathy, pathy, if I said that correctly more. So um, we will definitely be talking for yes, sure. Let's be in touch. I'd be happy to help. So um, what kind of people or conditions do you treat? Yeah, so anyone who's looking to either not have a surgery or to recover completely from surgery is fabulous fit for our practice. So let's talk about uh, how do scars hold people back from recovering from their pain? 
Oh, this is my favorite question in the world. So scars, we can see the top of the scar. We can see the scar on our skin surface, but we cannot see what's happening deep to that tissue. And scars have a tendency to form these little tendrils that look like spider webs that can attach down to other parts of our body and cause restrictions in that area. So that can attach, let's say you have a C-section scar that can attach to hip tissue, to uterine tissue, to your bladder, to your colon, and it can change the way your bowels function, your urinary habits, um, it can change your period. It can change the way your hips move. It can give you low back pain and it's all coming from this one scar. So scars have a tendency to make you feel like everything is going wrong within four weeks to 10 years after you've had that surgery. So we can actually go in and treat the scar, release those fascial adhesions and give you your freedom back and reduce your pain instantaneously in the office. It's my favorite thing to treat in clinic. Wow. Um, yeah. So I had a patella tendon uh, ACL surgery and I thought like it's supposed to be, and I have this, I won't, well, I'm going to name names, Sounders doctor. So he's really good. Right. Um, so I had that done and I thought it'd just be a quick recovery and patella tendonitis. You're hitting it right on the head. I'm having all these issues with scar tissue in the patella itself that it's hindering me getting back to the performance level that I need to be at. So, which leads me to my next question is why do you suggest suggestions and, um, and then why can't people just go to a PT or a chiropractor? I mean, I think I might be an example of that, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, so it comes down to that scar tissue, truly. If you have these a little adhesion, these bands that are connecting your outer scar to deeper tissues, we can do a lot of adjustments. We can do a lot of mobility work, but the easiest and fastest way to do this is to do what I call fluid dissections. We just blow a little bubble of fluid right under that scar, the scar that you can see, and we can cut through those tendrils and release that from the underlying fascia. All of a sudden you get back instantaneously that mobility, you have a reduction in pain, anything that's caused by that scar adhesion will sort of melt away. So it's just a quicker way way to get to the end game. I love chiropractic and massage and acupuncture and PT. It's amazing. I work with all sorts of practitioners who do this work and they work really complimentary, but what injections can do is just bust through that plateau that's caused by the scar tissue. And then you can get back into your regimen and it just works even better. Yeah. So Sarah, what would you tell people uh, that they need to know about taking over-the-counter pain medications? Oh, this is such an important question. Okay. So a lot of times when you are recovering from injury or surgery, they tell you to take NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. This is Advil, ibuprofen, naproxen, Aleve. These tissues over the last, or these medications over the last 10 years, we've seen that they actually prevent tissue recovery because they dampen the inflammation your body needs to heal. So people will actually have to get knee replacement sooner if they rely on that medication because their soft tissue is not healing. So what I tell people is do not use these medications for long-term care. You want to use Tylenol as long as you don't have a liver and kidney issue, but stay away from the enzymes. They are actually worsening your pain and preventing you from healing all the way. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Actually, your body is a magical machine. Why would we hinder what it's trying to do to heal you? So I don't think we can do I, I, medicine's got its place, but if we can rely on the body, I don't think it gets better than that. What about diet? Um, that's something I've been focusing on in my healing. I decided that I just want to, to help inflammation, get rid of, uh, you know, eating like junk, eat some real healthy food that can feed and nourish my body. Oh, I love it. Keelan. That's you hit it right on the head. So uh, we think of pain as a compression pressure sensation on our nerves, but it's actually partially a chemical sensation 
made by these little chemical messengers called cytokines. And cytokines are released in the body when we come across an inflammatory agent. That can be a bacteria, but it could also be a food. So if we make this surge of inflammatory chemicals, I kind of call this the lemon juice effect. If you have no cuts on your arm and you pour lemon juice down your arm, you're not gonna feel it, it's gonna feel like water, right? But if you have a paper cut, that lemon juice is just gonna light up and your arm and you're gonna feel the pain. Same thing with like a damaged joint. If you're eating an inflammatory diet and you have some tissue degeneration, that inflammatory signaling is going to irritate that injury area and increase your pain 2X. So a lot of times if we can get people on their own unique anti-inflammatory diet, their pain levels will drop 50% without even having to treat. Diet is critical when it comes to pain. And it's something I love to teach my patients about for sure. Yeah. Wow. Such great information that you're providing. I see Ariel is just shaking her, her head up there um, and in and, and total agreeance with, uh, uh, with what we are saying. So let's talk about hormones and the impact that those have, that that has on your pain levels. Yeah. So we always want to address pain on a full body level. Your hormones actually signal your body to do tissue repair. There are some really important ones like growth hormone, estrogen, testosterone that tell your body to repair its tissues. Oh, thyroid actually hormone as well. Very, very significantly important. So if you have a hormone imbalance and it hasn't been detected, you might stall out in your recovery 50% before you actually should. You might not get there completely because your body's not getting its healing signaling. So we always test hormones. We make sure they're balanced. And then we do injection therapy to just clean up all the rest of your recovery and get you back to hundred percent. We have that whole body systems working together is how we get the maximal results. I love that. You're hitting it at all angles here. Um, so you do injections for pain. What about for cosmetics? Yeah. So this was really exciting to learn. Um, we do regenerative injection therapies. One of those is called PRP or platelet rich plasma therapy. We draw blood from your arm. We spin out these unique cells called platelets. We inject those into tissues, they secrete growth factors, and they signal your body to lay down new collagen. This is amazing for healing the joint from the inside out, but it can also tighten your skin and make it glow, and it can also regrow hair. So if we like turn our body's innate healing signaling into the tissues that need it, your body just gets to work healing, and that can that can take the place of like Botox and fillers if you're looking for a more natural approach and you don't want to resort to those other therapies. So it's, it's ubiquitous through the body. It just helps so much with collagen production, which is our main structural protein of the body that keeps us youthful. Yes. Wow. Uh, so Sarah, we have uh, one minute left. Um, would love for you to say, you know, who should reach out to you and when should they be reaching out to you when they're experiencing pain or before? Yes. Anyone who is in pain should reach out. Anyone who's considering surgery, but would rather not have it. Anyone who's had a surgery, but feels like they have not completely recovered. Those are all fabulous fits for our clinic. And I would say, reach out as soon as you're in pain. The moment after you get a sprained ankle, we can treat you with injections. Four to eight weeks after your surgery, we can treat that scar and make sure it heals really well. So reach out as soon as possible. I offer complimentary visits. You can just get me on the phone for 15 minutes and we can talk about your history. And I will tell you what the right injections would be and if you're a good fit for this medicine. Wonderful. Dr. Sierra, thank you so much for joining us on our virtual show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Nice to be here with you all. Yeah. And thank you to uh, each of you. It was a pleasure to uh, have a conversation and hear about your businesses and your passion and how you're serving uh, our community. So thank you to each of you. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell. 
And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are your local mortgage experts and we're signing off for the day. Great news though, we'll be back same time next week. Looking forward to chatting more with you about money right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. 